What's the deal? It's the Everybody Eats Beef Podcast. It's been a minute since we hit y'all with an episode, so it's good to be back, man. How y'all boys doing? Chilling, man. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Just, you know, staying afloat and watching these games. Yes, sir. So, usual suspects. Boy Alex right here, Ray and Tone. With me, watching these games. So, it's been so much going on since we had an episode. We're going to start with the latest and greatest. So, I think Ray going to kick us off real quick. What you got for us? All right. So, as y'all know, it's game four. Easter Conference Finals Hawks and Bucks. I don't think nobody expected this matchup. So, it was just announced that Trey Young is going to be out for game four due to some type of ankle injury he suffered in game three. Yeah. I guess he yeah, had guess tripped, he on, had the tripped foot. on the reps, but I didn't see it because I'm not really keeping up with the series like that. Are y'all at all interested in the the Bucks and Hawks series, or what's y'all take on this? I think I'm pretty interested. Well, I saw the I saw the play, so basically Trey was trying to boogie on somebody. Oh no, I think he threw a pass across the court, and I think it was intercepted, but. I forgot what the forgot situation what the was, situation but, was but he, basically he basically tried to, tried to uh, take uh, off and take run, off down, and the run court, down the court, and, uh, and uh, yeah, he stepped, yeah, on, he the stepped on the referee's ankle. ankle. I'm sorry, he stepped, he stepped on the referee's foot, foot and twisted his ankle. And then I guess he stayed on down for a little bit and went back and got some got some work done, and I guess it came back that it was an ankle sprain. But I mean, I think the series is interesting because I think. It's show. It's, it's been show, showing. showing Trey Young has been showing us a lot in these playoffs, man. I didn't know Trey Young had this this uh this pizzazz. In him. Like, he's really going ham right now. And then uh, I got Giannis. I got Giannis. The Bucks winning championship. So I'm still keeping up with them every chance I get. Um, yeah. The the play was like uh, he did make a pass, and then uh, you know how you kind of step back to take off and run. You kind of have like a little jolt backwards. He just jolted back on the ref's foot. And it was kind of uh, ironic because the ref was standing out of bounds. And he like took a really far lunge back to step out. And, you know, the ref tripped him up. But uh, I don't think it matters. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I mean, Trey Young is turning me into a believer. But he's still a little inconsistent when you look at his shooting numbers. But he, he galvanizes his team. He's a pretty good. He's a pretty good. Uh, he's a pretty good leader. And they believe in him. And like I said, like like Ray said, nobody expected him to be here. I expected him to lose to the Knicks. I ain't gonna lie. And, <laughs> yeah. But you talking about, talking about percentages in terms of inconsistencies? Yeah, he had he has cold shooting nights, but he affects the game in a lot of different ways. So yeah, I think he's been putting up really consistent numbers, mid twenties, and that's what he's been averaging during the season. So it ain't like he's been like. Disappearing, disappearing in the, in the playoffs. He's playoffs. really been stepping, really been up, stepping the up the first game, game in Milwaukee. In Milwaukee. He had 50, yeah, 48, but he had 50. That's a 50 piece. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about like the, uh, well, I mean, I'm talking about like the shooting numbers. Like, he's game six against Philly. He goes, what, like four for 22? So he's right. Yeah, percentages. He's still a little inconsistent. And the only reason why I even bring that up is because people are calling him like the next Steph Curry and all this stuff. I'm like, man, I don't know. He just could be the first Trey Young. We don't got to call him the next Steph. I agree. I agree. And he has yeah, shown, he has us, shown a lot, us a lot, especially, especially against Philly. Against Philly. Uh, uh, I was happy, I was to, happy see to see Doc Rivers, Doc get, Rivers put get put out personally. 
Damn. I've been a Doc Rivers type of guy. Niggas prayed on my downfall. Right. What happened? Yes, sir. You know, I just think he's the most overrated coach. Probably ever. Still riding off that Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen championship. Hey, all them niggas riding off that championship. Ain't nobody. only person that let it go is Ray Allen. Right. Right. He left. He left and got some more. But, uh, but uh, I agree with what Tone agree said. Trey Young's field goal percentage. percentage. Purple. He takes a lot, takes of, bad a lot of bad shots. He goes for the home run, run too, much. too much. But he, he's but pretty. He's, he's a pretty good pretty, passer, he's so he's able to get so his teammates get involved. His teammates involved. Yeah. And I like when yeah, he drives like when to, when the to the rim. Um, um, as far as the Bucks, Chris Middleton has been just. He's probably he's been their best player in the playoffs. I would probably still go with Giannis. I think Chris Middleton. He's been he's been their closer for sure. I think uh, Giannis I mean, uh, has been, Giannis the, most been the most consistent, but Chris Middleton, he he been showing us a lot too. I would say showing me a lot too. It's been it's been a lot of hate on Chris Middleton thing too. I think you need to start putting some more respect on Chris Middleton thing. Why? What you mean? Why? He's been closing every team. Bro, he shows up every other game. Bro, stop it. Chris Middleton's been balling. Nah, 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 nah. Y'all gotta stop. Chris Middleton's been hooping. Middleton went out there and did what? Jumped in the frying pan like a burger. 15 points. When? When? When they just lost game one to the Hawks. They lost because he had 15 points. Okay. Then the numerous games against the uh, against Brooklyn, he scored like, he scored under 20. Then in the even in the first round matchup, he's, he had a bunch of games where he's like scoring, looking pedestrian, scoring like 17, 15, 16, bro, getting outscored by Brooke Lopez. I'm like, dude, come on, man. Bro, in the first bro, series, the first he, series was he was putting Miami in the, Miami in the coffin, coffin, game winners. Game he was putting, he was being fairly consistent. The next round against Brooklyn, he was coughing him. He was coughing Brooklyn too. It was a couple games, and then game seven, him and Drew Holiday put game seven in the bag. Game one. Where was that? Game, game two. Where was that? No, whoa. Game okay. And then this and then last, this last, this last game, game, game three, he put the Hawks put the in the coffin again. Y'all need to start yeah, putting Chris Middleton. And then he had, I think, the game six in Milwaukee and Brooklyn series, he had 38. So we just going to ignore this. We're going to ignore the game one 15 points. We're going to ignore all the pedestrian games just because he has highlights. Like I said, he plays every other game. So you're mentioning the games that he's scoring 40 and he's scoring 10. So it's every other game. But for a player of his caliber, it's, it's, it might as well be zero. Nah, I, I, I agree with what Alex said, though. Giannis is the best player through the first three and a half quarters. But, but uh, Chris Middleton, uh, Chris the way Middleton, he went the off he in the fourth, fourth quarter, scoring 20, 20 points. I think you got to assess about the importance of the game. Game six, game six is typically is more important than game, game one. Right. So right. I go so off, I go of off of how you show how up you when show the pressure is on. on. Every game is important. Every game is important. Yeah, I agree. But I'm saying, though, if you game seven and you putting the Brooklyn Nets in the coffin, KD and them, I mean, I wouldn't say he. Outperform KD or anything because KD, KD, KD was putting up 50 points every every not every game in that series but like he was putting up 40s the 40 pieces in that series so he wasn't outperforming KD but like he was he was putting them in the coffin bro so y'all saying that in the important games or when it matters he scores the bulk of his points 
He shows up when it's time. He shows up in the fourth, man. Okay, I'm just okay. He's doing his thing. I mean, okay. All Chris, right. Chris, Chris Middleton Chris is a, a is better a, version better of Tobias version Harris. Tobias Harris. <laughs> there, I know. I, I, I get, I get what you say with that, because it's like Chris Middleton is what he's supposed to be. Tobias Harris is not what he's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. it's in terms of like that upper echelon role player, he's not necessarily an all star, which I would consider Chris Middleton an all star because of his production. But if Tobias Harris produced on that level, he will also be an all star. But he's a burger. He's just, he's not. <laughs> Man, what's Man, going on what's with going Philly? This is a real quick sidebar. What, what the bro. hell happened with Philly, bro? Ain't no sidebar. You know what's good with you know what's good with Philly. Ben Simmons. That nigga is dookie, bro. What the hell? Ben Simmons is dookie. This dude can't hit a free throw, can't hit a shot. It's like he passed up a dunk attempt to pass to who was that? Like like Tybo. The the person that was threatening the dunk was Trey Young. He can jump over Trey Young. Nah, he, no, said, he Gallinari said Gallinari was, uh, was uh, trailing him. There was nobody behind him. He beat the man that was guarding him, and he's a clean foot, literally taller than Trey Young. Literally a foot taller than Trey Young. Bro, he passed him. I, 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 I put that, put that uh, series uh, loss series mostly on Doc, mostly Rivers. Doc Rivers. I think that's I proof. Think that's Fuck no. That Doc, that Rivers, Doc Rivers is the king, is of, the king of choking. choking. It's amazing, it's amazing how Tyron, Tyron Lue got, got that same Clippers team to the conference finals without Kawhi Leonard. And Doc Rivers can't even do that with Kawhi Leonard. You know what? Let's let's look at all of Doc Rivers. Now, I think it is kind of ironic that Doc Rivers does have, like, what is it, like, of all the 3-1 comebacks, he has, like, (laughs) seven of, he has, like, seven of the 11 3-1 comebacks. But, I, think, but I, think, I do blame I do Benjamin, blame as, Benjamin well. as well. I think he, I think he, he takes, he a, big takes a big blame. Joel and B, he's, he's not that guy. I'm sorry. It's, it's, hard it's hard for, for especially, in especially in today's day and age, for a big man, man, I think, to be your best player. I think, especially like somebody that's like in because, you know, down the street. Well, I'll take that back. If the big man is the best player. You have to have, have, to have like, a closer, like, closer. Like, like how Milwaukee, like how Milwaukee is. is. Like, Giannis is a big. And so when down, so the, when stretch, down the stretch, it's hard for him to close because, like, like, you know, if you're giving the big man the, the ball, the ball um, um, and he's your best he's player, your best and he's player, just a quote-unquote closer, you know, you can converge on that. You can damn near stop that if you got a big check of him and then, you know, send another guy. You can almost stop that. But, like, for somebody like to be able to boogie on you in the perimeter, perimeter, like, that's like really that's your, really closer. your closer. And, and Philly doesn't, have, doesn't a have a closer. That's what Tobias, that's what Tobias is, supposed is supposed to be. That's why they that's paid, why him, they the paid him the max. But they should have kept, kept Jimmy Butler, Butler when they had the chance. I do think Philly is probably going to trade Ben Simmons. They should. I don't think he'll be able to thrive in that environment now. I didn't like what Doc Rivers said after the game. They asked him. Do you think you Ben Simmons could still be a, still be a uh, point guard on the championship team? team? And he was like, he was uh, like I don't know the answer <coughs> to that question. And I'm like, ooh. I'm like, ooh. You could have found a better way to say that. I think he was. How? What was he going to say? <laughs> he was they talking about firing his ass. He don't know. <laughs> he 
was speaking <laughs> facts, though. So, I mean, so, quite I mean, honestly, quite the real answer is no. Well, he really said that's to be determined. We don't know yet. But that was the right answer. No, it's not. I mean, the answer, the real answer is no. He's not. He's not. He's not a championship point guard. He's 24. There's still a lot of man. The jig is up on Ben Simmons. That man is done. It is. It is. He's done. Not a championship point guard. He's done. They say Gilbert Arenas said on his podcast, he said it best. After three years in the league, you are what you are. And Ben Simmons just is what well, he is. He's a buster. Say, well, I, wouldn't I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I, I, say Name that. A pl- I think D'Angelo Russell has a testament to that. There's a lot of players that. I mean, Cameron Payne. Look at Cameron Payne. Dookie. Like the epitome of Dookie. Okay, but you're naming two players out of 450. And like, and these uh, players I get mean, cycled I mean, in and out of, the, huh? I mean, it's more than that. I mean, those are two that I just named off top of my head. head. But I mean, but the Andrew point Russell, that I'm making is, is, if you're a coach, if you're a coach, you can't say that. You can't publicly. say that publicly. I mean, I feel like if he Why can't said, you? I feel like if he would have said yes, everybody would have called him out. His confidence is already gone. Is man, look, the confidence was gone after Game Five. Magic, y'all. I don't know if y'all saw Magic Johnson's interview on Get Up after the Sixers lost uh, to Atlanta. He said the the series was over after Game Five when Ben Simmons missed all them free throws. That took his confidence away. It really didn't have anything to do with Doc Rivers because Doc Rivers honestly stood by him. He told him he was like, "If you think I'm taking Ben Simmons out of the game just because he's missing free throws, you're crazy." Said he told the reporters that they don't know basketball if they think he's about to take Ben Simmons out of the game and all the other things that he brings to the game just because of a couple missed free throws or something else. So he's he was actually pumping Ben Simmons up during that series, but man, shit. I mean, bro, the nigga shot worse than Shaq. Like, but you, you can't be you can't considered, be considered uh, uh, especially, uh, especially a star, a star guard, guard, and they can do a hack of your last name. Your last name. <laughs> like you're trash. Right. You're trash. That's exactly <laughs> why my man's. Simmons. You're trash. You're trash. That's why I thought Bosefa not in the league no more. Right. Right. And that other dude that was that like, okay, so we wouldn't write Ben Simmons off yet at this point. I think he needs to switch his position. I think he needs to play power forward. Yeah, that, that wouldn't be a... Yeah. That, that wouldn't be a... Like a Draymond-esque role. Because he's basically Draymond at this point. He's he Draymond who won't shoot. <laughs> He's basically he's basically just Draymond. You just play defense, rebound, push the ball. And you're not getting too many buckets. Uh, after three years, a player is who they are. Because I would take Kyle Lowry for example. I don't think most people thought he would have been a championship point. But bro, those are yeah, you kind of breaking up. Oh, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't write wouldn't Ben Simmons, write off, ben at Simmons off at this point. I think he still think has, he a, still lot has a lot of upside. He needs to go to a different, environment, to a different where environment where better coaching, better coaching is able to put him in better put positions. Him in better positions. Um, surround, him surround him with people who can mask some, some of his weaknesses. I think, I think, well, when I say that he's done, I would say that he's not a championship point guard. I kind of agree with what Tone was saying. You might have to put him at the power forward and make him play like a, I wouldn't even say a stretch forward because he ain't stretching shit. But I mean, just the 
a power uh, forward that can get the rebound and push. Draymond. Yeah, right, Draymond. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can see him being a Draymond. But yeah, yeah, and it's a shame because people were talking people were talking about his ceiling is similar to that of LeBron and now he's Draymond. Oh no, oh no, oh no. But I think in terms of that first three years you dictate who you are. I mean even Giannis was kinda Giannis was kinda you know, you know, kinda trash his first few years. Chris Middleton was kinda trash his first couple years in the league. I don't know about that statement. Y'all are thinking of y'all name y'all probably have named six players out of four hundred fifty. Out of four hundred fifty. That's still one every forty five. I mean look, bro, I that, sta- that statement is some I'm sorry. I, I just said I don't I, I, just said I, I think Lonzo still has Lonzo a, uh, a chance to be a chance to be a playoff point guard. Not a championship point guard, but a playoff point guard. I'm just. I'm not saying that players don't get better. I'm just saying you are what you are. Like you can get better at being who you are, but you are what you are. You know what I mean? Like, for example, um, Steph when he came in the league, he was always a shooter. He is what he is. He's just a better shooter. Clay when he came in the league, he was always a shooter out of Washington State. He was the best shooter in college. He became a better shooter. Paul Pierce was always a scorer. He became a better scorer. LeBron, this nigga been in the league 18 years and still can't consistently hit free throws. He ain't, he's basically the same nigga. Kobe, attack the basket, attack, 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 score, proficient score, same nigga, defensive hound. Gary Payton never developed the offensive game, was always a defensive player. Like, there are a lot of, Alonzo Mourning never had an offensive game, always a defensive player. Matumbo, defensive player, like, you can't name a couple players and then say that's and it's kind of like that. You you want Ben Simmons to get better, but he not. I mean, it was, I would say it's more. No, nah, Ben Simmons not. I hear the point you're making. No, Ben Simmons not. I hear the point you're making. Real audio keep going in and out. Real audio keep going in and out. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Well, I'm here. Rick, can you hear us? We can't. We can't hear you. Okay. Well, I guess we don't. Okay, well, we, 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 we might have to drop off. We might have to drop off. Jump back on. But uh. So I guess uh, Tom, who you got for uh, Clippers and Phoenix? Um, it would be pretty. I I I'm gonna be completely honest. I don't know. I don't know, cause the Clippers, the Clippers just play real well with their backs against the basket, and I, I do think they are the deepest team in basketball. I mean, bro, Demarcus Cousins came off the bench and scored 15 points in 11 minutes. Reggie Jackson is balling like it was his first year with the Pistons when he led them to the playoffs, yeah. and they got Marcus Morris to score 20 points in the first quarter. Like, I, where is this coming from? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are pretty deep, and then not to mention that they don't even have Kawhi playing. Yeah, and and. And look at the players they don't really utilize. Rondo, Nick Batum. Uh, I mean, Luke Kennard's whack, but, you know, he can do some stuff. Yeah, he can do some things here and there. He can offer about nine points on the bench. Hey, hey. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. All right, all right. All right that's better. Uh, see, I hear y'all talking about the Clippers. Uh, the, the, the last point I want to make about Ben Simmons before we move on was 
his problem is not that he can't shoot, it's that he won't shoot. I think that can be fixed. So I'm not going to write him off. I agree with that because they're kind of saying the same thing about Giannis. Was that he can't shoot, but he does shoot, and he keeps shooting. So some of them fall. Well, I, well, I, I think the I problem think the is problem both. both. <laughs> is that he doesn't <laughs> shoot <laughs> and he can't <laughs> shoot. <laughs> so, so I was like, he's, like a double, he's a double. You got a double-edged sword, sword right there. But as a basketball player, as a professional basketball player, you can probably hit three out of ten shots. You, but you're not taking any. As long as you, you know, pick your spots, you could be effective. But, uh, yeah, but uh, so y'all, so y'all, y'all are unsure about the uh, uh, Phoenix and Clippers series. No, no, Tone said he wasn't sure. Wasn't sure. Phoenix I mean, I, 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 you said, you said Clippers gone at game six. I don't want to say after game six. They gone. They gone. They lose that series. I don't know. I don't know. Nah, nah. They deep, bro. They deep. I mean, I agree. They are deep. But I mean, to be honest, I like them. I like them. You like what? I actually like them better without Kawhi. Because Kawhi is not really much of a system player, man. He's kind of a ball stopper. Yeah. I don't know if I would say I like them better without Kawhi, but I I think their offense probably flows a little bit better without Kawhi, but it does definitely still a better team with Kawhi. No, they're not a better team. I like watching them better, though. I think they're a better Actually, no, I'd have to say that I think they probably are a little bit of a better team without him. Like, just because, well, well, think about it like this. They have, right now when we watch the game, they got three ISO players in the game right now, and Kawhi's not even playing. And Marcus Morris, Marcus Morris can't really score in the flow of offense. He needs an ISO player, a catch-and-shoot three. Reggie Jackson's another ISO player, similar style. And Paul George is an ISO playmaker. Paul George is an ISO player, but he's a playmaker. And I th- and you know when Kawhi is in there, like you say, he just he just stops the ball, and he's not a ISO playmaker like how right. Paul George is. I think they need to have Paul George handle the ball more if Kawhi was to come back. You know, if they, you know, kind of assuming that the off chance that they beat the Suns, but I mean Devin Booker gonna have to put up the fifty ball. Like niggas was calling him the next Kobe, and he scored fifteen points twice. I ain't, I ain't buying it. No, no, nah, Devin Booker ain't gotta put up fifty for them to win. He definitely does. At least thirty, thirty. Yeah, thirty. Thirty-five. Thirty is in his, 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 uh, his round. He ain't look like it. Thirty-five, not in Devin Booker's round. I mean, no, I'm talking about not in the last part of the game. And CP3 is kind of slowing him down. I was going to say, they look better without CP3. Same thing, how the Clippers look better without Kawhi. Bro, yeah, like, yeah, now see, Tom was just talking, talking about these isolated, isolated cases. cases. They didn't play they three games, games, and all of a sudden they're better, better without CP3. No, it's, bro, it's, it's, it's a lot more than that. Patrick Beverly went Sean Taylor and head-butted the nigga and broke his nose, so <laughs> now he's playing with a mask. NFL linebacker WWF Brock Lesnar off the top turnbuckle on the nigga and fucked him up. <laughs> Yeah, so and and you know that kind of that that's disrupting him because you've played your whole, you you're not like Rip Hamilton where you played your whole career with the mask like bro you you never used this thing before and now it's on your face in the playoffs. He in the last game he looked real uncomfortable. He just looked uncomfortable. I still think he can get get thirty with the mask, and I think they're gonna I think they're gonna go ahead and get the close him out there. But I think. 
I think Milwaukee is going to beat Phoenix, though. I'll put it like this. If the Clippers go to the championship, the Clippers are winning. I agree. I agree. Them, I think they match up better with Milwaukee. I do, I do think they, do match, think up they match up better with Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Um, I really haven't I really even taken that, consi- that, that, uh, that situation into consideration. I've just been thinking about Phoenix and Milwaukee. But I guess if I thought about it right now. I think Phoenix would beat Milwaukee. They have nobody, they have to, nobody stop to stop Giannis. And I think they, have they have nobody to stop Booker. I agree with I that. Agree with that. I, would take I would take Phoenix. Nah, I think. And Phoenix. And I think, I think between Holiday and, and, and Tucker, I think they could contain Booker. Well, no, Tucker gonna have to guard Middleton. Tucker. Oh, Tucker Middleton. My bad. Tucker gonna. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Somebody gonna have to guard Chris Paul. Yeah, I think. I think. I was thinking Holiday. On Chris Paul. On Chris Paul. Uh, I think Booker would. Put Lopez on eight. Nah, you got to be honest. I mean, Giannis, Giannis, what pissed me off about the Brooklyn series is we barely saw Giannis on KD. Like, that's the best matchup for KD. Like, you going to have P.J. Tucker on KD the whole series, really. He giving up four inches and probably half a foot in wingspan. I'm like, bro, you need to put Giannis on this man. Well, he sauced him up on that one one play. play. He didn't want no more parts of that. Yeah, I was about to say, Giannis isn't laterally quick. This dude dude is a defensive player. player. I mean, mean, it's PJ. He's He's probably probably just as much as PJ Tucker. And not only that, Giannis is longer. No, I would have kept PJ on him. But the length. At least a few possessions, Giannis needed to be on him. At least like in the fourth. Like, we never saw it. But the the length only the length counts when the court is condensed. You know what I'm saying? Like if you playing below the three point line, below the free throw line, the length counts. But when you're playing with a player that's just as long, more laterally quick, and can really still pull up over Giannis. Like let's let's not act like he doesn't but still pull up over Giannis. But it's a better matchup match than PJ Tucker, Tucker. Is what I'm trying to say. Nah, nah. I, yeah. nah. I think it just puts. I think it would just put Giannis in foul trouble. Exactly. exactly, and then KD, KD hangs around the three-point three line, so you pulling Giannis around the rim. Yeah, that's the loss of rebounding. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not saying every single possession, like, that's the matchup. I'm talking about maybe a few possessions in the fourth. He needs to be on KD. It wouldn't have made a difference, to be honest. Oh, it definitely. I think it would have been a worse matchup. I think so. I told you, definitely tripping. How? A worse matchup? Giannis on KD? Bro, Lance, he blow by him. Yes, he would. He blow by him, or Giannis would have to foul him. Bro, he would not be blown by Giannis. Or he'd have to foul him. If he doesn't get by him, the ref's gonna call a foul because all that length is is just an arm in the way for the ref to call a foul. Nah, he wouldn't. Giannis is not. You acting like Giannis is Brook Lopez or something like that? No, he's not. But KD is more laterally quick than he is. I got a question for y'all. What's the, what's the better, what's the better uh, storyline, story Giannis, Giannis in his first, in his first chip, chip or CP3? Definitely CP3. Yeah, most certainly CP3. But I think it's an even better storyline, CP3 not getting it. Yo, wow, nah, 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 <laughs> CP3 <laughs> needs to get that chip. CP0 rings. Nah, CP3 <laughs> needs need all that. All that. Bro, I rock, he, I rock my dog, my dog CP, CP, bro. He needed... Will be the better storyline. Why? Why? 
he has more he has personal more accolades personal than Chris Paul, Paul. And, and he's already, he's mentioned, already mentioned, mentioned in a lot of these conversations, conversations with, with the Wilt Chamberlain and the Shaqs and all these all-time historic players. Who is mentioning Wilt Chamberlain and Giannis in the same When you look at records, they put up these infographs on ESPN. Oh, no, that should be some bullshit, bro. All of that, all them stats, them stat crunchers nowadays. I'm just saying that, saying that it will cap, it will off, cap off uh, uh pretty much, pretty much his, his his legacy. legacy. Like okay, he okay, got the he two got the MVPs, he got the defensive player of the year. And Milwaukee won a chip. Milwaukee hasn't won a chip since my grandma was a teenager. He got He got a scoring title. Eh, well at some point you at some point you gotta stop thinking you got more time and just get it done. Well, in terms of comparisons of storylines, he has more time than CP3. Yeah, I mean, nah, I wouldn't say so. Them, them, them windows close quick. You got to get it when you can get it. Let's, let's back up here, though. Because CP3 just left OKC, and this is his first year with Phoenix, and he just want to go team up with Devin Booker, and they just win a championship their first year. Put it like this. Giannis has more to gain than Chris Paul does from winning the chip. Yep, he does. But the better storyline story would be CP3. And I think, and I think, I think more people... Devin Booker would, would still be the MVP. MVP. Huh? Devin Booker Devin would still Booker get the finals MVP. MVP. Uh, we'd have to we'd see, have to the, see finals. the finals. Nah, Devin Booker would get it. We'd have to we'd see, have see the finals. Nobody thought Michael Dollar was going to win that bitch. Man, you know why it would have won. We ain't got to go. You have to see. You don't even know. Iguodala wasn't supposed to get that. Nah, he wasn't. Nah, he wasn't. <laughs> but, but he did. But, okay, well. Yeah, like, let's keep it real. I don't even know. I don't, nobody knows how that happened. That was a mystery. Hey, it happened. That's all I'm saying. So you can't so just you can't say, just say Devin Booker's going to win it. Cameron Payne might win it. Man, come on up. Uh, probably DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, based on, you know, finals performance. Anybody could buy that boy if they perform the best in that final series. Assuming they play the Bucks, it's got to be Devin Booker. I mean, there's uh, Chris Paul can't can't sauce Holiday or PJ. There's nobody in a matchup Chris Paul can really get down on like that. It, it's up to Booker. Mm, I don't know, man. Y'all downplaying down CP, man. He's a burger. You seen Paul George dropped his ass last night. Okay, yeah, he pushed off. off. Who doesn't push off? Right. <laughs> he, he pulled a James Harden over Wesley Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> so, so who y'all got so winning the chip, though? chip, though? I don't think I, I heard, I heard that, that yet from y'all too, y'all too. Uh, I would like I would Phoenix like to win, win, but I think deep down Milwaukee's probably going to win. I, I want the Clippers to win, but probably Milwaukee. You want the Clippers? Why you want the Clippers to win? Uh, I want DeMarcus Cousins to get a ring. I know it's okay. Bro, he's been on every single team in California. He literally has. He been on. He been on Sacramento, Golden State, Lakers, and Clippers. <laughs> that's literally been his. That's like been his last five years. It's been the fourth. Just chilling in Cali. Chilling in Cali. Check, check, collecting. I mean, not, I mean, not a big paycheck, but collecting a paycheck. 
the veteran think, minimums and shit. If the Clippers somehow did win, that's a bad look for Kawhi. Oh yeah, it is. I think it's already a bad look for Kawhi because they're talking about he's uh he's dogging the season. Like he he got hurt and he's sitting out and he's kind of doing the same thing he did in San Antonio and now he's just kind of quitting on the team. Yeah, I'm hearing, hearing that, that like like people made the comparison, made the comparison how, how when Kyrie got, got injured, injured he was still on the sidelines, you know, with his guys know, or whatever. Guys and Kawhi's in the press box. Kawhi's weird, bro. He is. That's some weird shit. Yeah, like, bro, yeah, be like, on the bro, bench. Like, like, why are you not on the bench? I would say would if the Clippers say, won, that would hurt, that his, would hurt legacy his legacy because, because he has a very has a interesting, very interesting career, career, honestly. honestly. Like, he, like, he might be the he only, be like, Hall of like, Fame player, player to not even to not crack, even like, 15,000 like 15, points when his career is over. It's because you don't play the games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he don't play and then, like... I think, uh, I think uh, if he if he <clears throat> leaves the Clippers, the Clippers somehow free to see that's gonna hurt, that's his, gonna legacy. hurt his legacy. And this, this tenure with, with the Clippers was a failure. Yeah, I'd agree. I I a hundred percent agree with that because they went out terribly last year, and then really they're rising above the play that they had with him this year. Like if they if they even this series up and it goes to Game Seven and it's a Game Seven like Milwaukee and uh, Brooklyn was and it's you know maybe they might not win but it was like a a really good Game Seven shit bye. Because well, to me, I, I, still I, I still think Luca outplayed his, his ass. Luca most certainly outplayed him. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the thing about Kawhi, about Kawhi though, though is, is I think, I think his, resume his resume is still, still like, like quite honestly quite damn near flawless. How? I mean, and I mean, you want to compare resume. resume. I mean, in I terms mean, in of flawlessness, the only flawless, flawless resume, resume is honestly, George. George. Like, it's nothing, it's it's nothing it's much you can say bad about George's George. George. uh, resume and his legacy. I don't think Kawhi's resume is flawless. Nah, I don't think Jordan's resume was flawless either. I mean, you know what I mean. In terms of resumes, in terms of in terms of legacy, Jordan's is pretty Teflon. Everybody always talk about how Jordan never went to Game 7 in the finals. He had hella Game 7s through the playoffs with the Knicks, the the Indiana Pacers. Game 7, as long as you win the series. Who really cares, you know? You won, you won the series. I'm glad y'all brought up Jordan because I want to get y'all thoughts on uh, Scotty Pippen taking shots at Jordan. <laughs> Scotty too hottie. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Tom. Yo, Scotty Pippen is sick with it records, dog. <laughs> cause he, cause they said, cause Jordan uh, outed him on the last dance, and then he gonna come out and say Durant is better than Jordan. Then he came out and he talking about LeBron still better than Jordan. And then he said Michael Jordan was selfish for retiring. You remember Michael Jordan took that uh, retirement in between them um, two them championship runs. He said he was selfish for that. And <laughs> What is his point? Yeah, then he called Phil Jackson. (laughs) He said Phil Jackson was racist because he let Tony Kukoc take the game-winning shot in the Knicks series (laughs) instead of him. (laughs) No, he called that nigga racist because he let Tony Kukoc take the last second shot. And that's why he didn't go in the game. That nigga Mac is future fucking his bitch. (laughs) 
Hey, you see that nigga trying to grow dreads like future and shit? That nigga is out here, bro. What's the matter with this nigga? I think I think, uh, I think uh, Malik, uh, Beasley, Malik Beasley, Malik Beasley, Beasley uh, uh, is on that right now. Oh, oh I heard about that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should pass her off like a layup. You heard future little um <laughs> that I just fucked your bitch in some Louis flip flop. That was about Scottie Pippen wife. I'm not surprised. <laughs> he said he was he was he said he was piping Scottie Pippen wife and he looked by the door and seen the Gucci flip flops and went straight to the studio. <laughs> so so I wanna know what y'all opinion. What's what's the more ridiculous statement? Sam Phil Jackson is racist but letting Tony Kukos take the last shot or calling Jordan selfish. I would say, I would say uh, uh, saying all saying those players all are better players than Jordan, like, that's just not true. And you played with Jordan, bro. Like, like what did you own right, right now? He's hurt. He's very hurt. Well, well, Jordan came out in the last dance <laughs> and said that Scotty was selfish for not getting a knee surgery over the summer or something like that one of the seasons. It was like yeah, that. Yeah. One of the seasons before they went on their championship runs or something like that. And then, you know, he had the incident with the migraine and all that stuff. And Jordan just, Jordan is, Jordan's like a Kobe type of guy, man. He's just so mentally tough. It's like nothing really, if you not on my level of wanting it this bad, you you basically a hoe. I'm a so, basically. Right, yeah, yeah. So he humiliated Scotty and everybody's like, Scotty was just waiting to get back at him. And now this happens. But uh, Phil Jackson is most certainly not a racist. So... Not for that. I don't know. At least, at least not, at least what, not he's what he's saying, saying is, racist. is racist. Right, and I don't think Jordan was selfish in retiring because it's like, bro, you three-peated. Like, that could cap off anybody's fucking career. Yeah, you got, yeah. at that point, he had, what, six scoring titles, a league MVP, three MVPs, three finals MVPs. Like, and he came back. Like, he came back and won three more. Like, what, what more do you want? He saw your so ass. Scotty said, Jordan, Jordan had the last dance. He said, I'm getting the last laugh. Basically, basically, yeah. he's a fucking. No, nah, I mean, he, I mean, he saw Scotty couldn't, couldn't get it, get it done. done. He was like, "Oh, they need Well, there's always that rumor about, um, you know, Jordan having to retire because of some issue with the mob. Well, he has well, some, he gambling, has some addiction gambling addiction or whatever. But that was all tied in with the mob, though. Right, 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 right. So it wasn't like he retired because he wanted to retire. He retired because like. He had a lot of, bad, a lot press of bad press on him. Press on him. Yeah, uh, he kind of. A, a lot of, a lot of people blamed, blamed his father's his death on his gambling as well. Right. Yeah. So it wasn't. So he, it wasn't he, he needed to go, needed away, to go away, away a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, and then Scotty called that selfish. So it was, I don't know. But this all, this all uh, happened, because happened because he went after, he went KD, after KD on Twitter because he said he that said LeBron's still better than KD. KD responded and said, "This guy Scott was in his feelings." Because his coach his grew coach up a play for a better shooter, shooter, and he didn't want to go in the game. And he's, and like, he's like, they follow Phil, not you. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> they did, though. KD got the most, most Twitter hands, bro. Twitter fingers. Twitter fingers. I could go tweet KD right now, and he would probably tweet me back and go ham. Yeah. He'd DM you. Right. Did y'all see the DMC sent to Michael Rappaport? Oh my God, that was out of bounds. He said, "I'm gonna spit, spit on you." Oh my God. He told that nigga his wife don't respect him and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God. Now see, KD, KD is sensitive, bro. Right, right. KD is pretty sensitive. KD is pretty sensitive. 
Like, you don't need to be He's very he sensitive. Gets, that, gets, the problem with KD is like, like, somebody be like, oh, you didn't play good defense this game. People like, yeah, but then you cheated on your wife last night. He just gets so personal, bro. You be like, what the hell is wrong with this nigga? Yeah. Your wife not taking the D. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, chill, no, chill. Kill it. Like, no, he and then Michael Rackerport got up there and was like, I have never I didn't even know where that came from. Bro, this dude bro, was getting a Twitter beef with Cash Doll. Right, bro. What the hell? Like, cash doll, cash really. doll really. I respect it. I respect it. I respect it because if these media guys can media say whatever they want to say towards players, why can't players get on their own platform? That's the thing, though. It's like he gets so personal with it. Yeah, they, they critiquing his basketball no, performance. No. He critiquing life. They get personal. They get personal. When? They'll say things like, they'll question people's mental toughness. Things that don't really have anything to do with basketball. Basketball. But your mental toughness, as it prepares, as it pertains to your approach to the game, it's not like your mental toughness in life. Like, oh, KD is—he didn't play defense this game. Looks like he didn't pay his bills either. Like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> no, some people no, take some it people there. Take they it take there. it to the, point, it to the of point of making it personal. Making it personal. Uh, uh, I'm not really gonna I'm give really examples, gonna give right, examples now, right now, but, but I, mean, I don't I have, I have a problem with KD responding, responding to people on his platform. On his platform. I mean, I, I just mean, don't, I don't like, I don't like, if you, if you make, a make a basketball analysis and analysis everybody just everybody gets all like, all oh, like, oh, you know what I'm saying? You're in debt. You're in debt. <laughs> you're something, you're like, something that. like that. You know what I'm saying? You, you start bringing up some personal issues about your life. And I just said, you know, I didn't like your defense last game. Yeah, the nigga, the nigga talked about his wife. Yeah, like something's out of bounds. And he was going to spit on him. He said, "I can't." He told the nigga he can't wait till he see him. He did say that. He said, "Let's meet up at the corner of some street or whatever." Like what the fuck? He's kind of extra too, He's a clown. He's a clown. But he's a yeah. He's a comedian. That's what. That's his character. I don't know, man. I, I, just, I just feel some type of way about KD and all that. I've got a lot of people, people celebrities that do that. that. I mean, Wale tweeted Wale me one time. one time. I forgot what <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> no, I he's sensitive. <laughs> yeah, Wale. Yeah, Wale I forgot what I, forgot I said what to I him on Twitter, but it was like. He said, I know. I remember what you said. You said skipping a Wale on a feature is a must. Oh, right, right, right. And he said something like. He said, but you still follow me or something like that. Like my my, yeah, album, my coming album coming in the mail. <laughs> like, bro, what? Something about them DMV niggas. I don't know. <laughs> right. right. Something about them DMV niggas. Them niggas super sensitive. <laughs> Must be in so the phone let's, posits. Let's go back let's and go recap, back that and Bucks recap that Bucks and, uh, and uh, Net uh, series. series. Ooh. You said what? You said what? I said let's I said, recap let's that Bucks and Net series. I want to get. I want to get this out the way real quick. I think Giannis is a dirty player for stepping under Kyrie in game three. And when he was coming down after that shot and hurting I his agree. ankle. I, agree. I think that shit was very Zaza-ish. Should have got a flagrant. Should have been ejected. So you think Giannis is a Zaza? Giannis, he did that. Cheap shot. Cheap shot. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't think I don't think he the new Zaza, but that was some that was that was just dirty, bro. Like you don't really you don't step under somebody like that when they in mid air. Like Kyrie was in mid air and he just literally just stepped. Like when you go back and look at the play, he literally just stepped under him. Like that was just some dirty shit. He he probably like Kyrie would have landed in his lap if it like damn near. I mean, yeah, that definitely changed the whole series, honestly. Yeah, with Kyrie, yeah, with Kyrie yeah. Yeah. the moment Kyrie, Kyrie went, went out, the, out, the series was Well, I wouldn't say it, well, wouldn't it was over. The series, series changed, changed. But with, Kyrie, with Kyrie. Yeah, they would have won that series. Yeah, Milwaukee. That point. Won that series. Milwaukee. Ray Ray? Ray Ray? Yeah. Yeah. I said, go ahead. I said, go ahead. Okay, so, okay, so um, um, my take on... It's uh, uh, a lot of takeaways. I, I want to hear y'all's first action. I, I want to hear y'all's first action. You can go ahead, Al. All right, so. All right. <clears throat> takeaways. takeaways. I think, um, I think um, like I said, I think Middleton played pretty good that series. I don't know. Tone was kind of going ham on him. I think he played pretty pretty good that series. I think one of the biggest takeaways, actually, is um how bad how of a bad coach of a Mike Budenholzer is. I think he's probably like bottom five coaches in the league. Like he really, he really just be letting Giannis get the rebound and just run down court and do whatever he wants to do. First of all, second of all, he doesn't really, he doesn't prevent his. I wouldn't say prevent. He doesn't limit his three point shooting. Like, okay, they're backing off you. Like don't have him out there shooting all those things like that. And like they don't do, like, they, they don't, don't even do any pick and roll action with Giannis. Like they should at least holiday Giannis pick and roll, Middleton pick and roll some more. Like they literally just let Giannis get the ball and he comes down and does whatever. Like their offensive scheme is trash, complete trash. Um, I think so. I think Budenholzer is a pretty bad coach. That's one of my takeaways. You know, I think KD and them. I think they'll if they come back with the same team. Uh, next, year. Uh, next year, yeah, and if, yeah, and, and, their and their health is, is fine, fine. yeah, they're, they're gonna get it because their role players, I think, play pretty good. I think Bruce Brown played really well. I think Blake Griffin played really well. Um, oh yeah, especially, oh, yeah. especially a, a lot better than he was better playing, playing in Detroit. In Detroit. So, so uh, yeah, uh, Jeff Green Jeff came Green in, I think, in, I think uh, uh, maybe game five or six in that series. Started playing well, so their role players played really well. And KD did what KD was gonna do; he was dropping forty pieces. So, so I mean. I think, uh, I think uh, yeah, my two yeah, biggest takeaways: Budenholzer, woke, worst of all time. I wouldn't say that. And I think, and I think um, um, if Brooklyn if comes back next year with a similar with a team, team, yeah, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna go ahead and take it in because that star power and how they role players. Actually, about Budenholzer, because actually of all the current coaches still in the playoffs, I think he is the worst. I think he is the worst actually. I think Monty Williams is the best coach left. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Over Ty? Yeah, and then yeah, Nate and McMillan over Ty as well. Damn. Uh, probably. They haven't had the talent, talent he's had. Yeah, that's yeah, the opposite that's I would say. I think they're doing more with less. Especially Monty Williams. Because quite honestly, Phoenix really ain't got that much. No, they don't got too much. All right, so... My takeaway from Brooklyn and uh, 
Milwaukee. Before we get into it, uh, let's look at these Chris Middleton stats. Game two, he has 17 <laughs> points. <laughs> Game three, he goes to 35. Game four, 19 points. Game five, he has 25 points. Game six, he has 38 points. Game seven, he scores 23. That's Game one against 20, Atlanta. That's a good 24, that's a good 24 average. average. <clears throat> game one against Bro, Atlanta, no, no, 15 no, 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 points. No, no, game two. That's like a good 24 average right there. Right there. They had a yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Pretty decent, pretty decent, pretty decent. Uh, But, you know, you want your... Yeah, okay. Well, the game in game seven, he went nine for 26. So... For 23 points. Uh, <laughs> then we're looking at uh, game one against Atlanta. Pretty pedestrian, 15 points in 41 minutes action. Pretty cavalier. Pretty pedestrian out there. 6 to 23 from the field in 41 minutes to play for 15 points. And uh, Trey Young had how much? A 50 ball for your best score on your team? Okay. I uh, game two. I mean, we're calling him the best score on the team, so I just want to let you know what the uh, best uh, score uh, is doing. Uh, 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 slow down, slow down. I don't know if I have uh, the best score on the team. I called him the coach. Well, he probably is. All right. Well, yep. In 41 minutes of action, your best score had 15 points, six of 23 from the field. Uh, then we're going game two. He had 15 points again. Pretty pedestrian. I mean, they won that game, but pretty pedestrian. And then he scored 38 in game three. Yeah, but he had 15 points. So the point I'm trying to make... Yeah, 15 points. So the point I'm trying to make here, and what I'm saying is, it's every other game. 17, 35, 19, 25, 38, 23, 9 of 26 shooting on the 23 points I might add. Let's not forget that. 15, 15, and 38. So the inconsistency of Chris Middleton is pretty much the reason why the Milwaukee Bucks are not a over-the-top team. Now, as it... Pre- Brooklyn game... T- I can't see game one, but I'm pretty sure you probably don't want to see that. Um, Hold on. No matter of fact, I will look it up. Version Nets. I mean, the last couple were like... 24, 25, 28, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, Okay. Then he scores 19 in 41 minutes. Then he has 25 points. This is game five. I just said he's every other game. I didn't say. And, and it, huh? I'm looking at his stats right now. And in the regular season, he averaged 20.4 points per game. In the playoffs, he's averaging 23. He upped his scoring. Yeah, but it's probably a little front heavy from the Miami series. And no hold up. All I'm 
Uh, he could have did better. All I'm saying. <laughs> Look, it's every other game. It's every other game, bro. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is he's every other game. I'll take that from a Chris Middleton, though. That's what I'm saying. Why? It's enough to get you where you're at right now. Man, if Giannis didn't undercut Kyrie, they might have. Nah, it's not enough. It's not enough because he he looks pedestrian too much. Like he don't and he doesn't do enough. I guess I guess you don't really need him to do too many other things. He's not really too good of a playmaker. But yeah, Budenholzer is a terrible coach. To get back on the takeaway, I agree. I agree. My okay. One of my takes is Chris Middleton is too inconsistent. He can't string together three games. Um. And then Budenholzer is just a terrible coach. He doesn't put Giannis in the best positions for Giannis to be a good player. George Carl used to do something very, very productive for Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo used to shoot a lot of jumpers. And in 06, when they got Allen Iverson, George Carl told Carmelo, look, if you want to shoot three-pointers, you can shoot three-pointers, but I need you to do four post-up plays a quarter. We need four post-up plays from you a quarter. And then after that, you can shoot as many jumpers and three-pointers and ISO plays as you want. He needs to get something going like that with Giannis. Giannis needs to get like a... He's ambidextrous, so he can get a left hook, a right hook shot. It ain't like he's not stronger than most of the niggas he plays against. He can seal the post. I mean, he'll probably... I think he'll shoot a higher free throw percentage if he shot a greater volume of free throws. Um, I got a question for y'all. Um... So, y'all, so mentioned y'all mentioned Kyrie's injury. Kyrie's injury. <clears throat> so, I'm, I'm guessing so, I'm y'all implying guessing there's, y'all there's a little bit of luck with the Bucks. So, my question is, if Giannis and the Bucks win the chip, is he going to get his just due? Or is this chip going to be kind of seen as the 2019 Raptors championship? No, he's going to get his just due. That's going to get swept under the rug. Because it was a second-round matchup. Like, for example, like the 2019 Toronto thing was because, well, number one, the Golden State Warriors were just an offensive, like, anomaly, yeah. you know, in terms of their offensive production, defense, the totality of the team. And it happened in the championship. Right. This was this was a second-round matchup that is, is going to get swept under the rug, I feel like. It's, it's Kyrie it's injury, Kyrie, then it was James Harden's Harden. injury in game, injury one. In game one. He came back, he but, came he, wasn't back, but so. he wasn't himself. Fast forward to Fast this forward series, series. Trey Young's, Young's out game four. game four. Does it get Does swept it get completely swept under the rug, under or, the is, rug? It or is it fair to hold a little bit of the injuries against the Bucks? I mean, quite honestly, it is what it is. I mean, everybody had the same opportunity. Everybody's under the same conditions. They stay healthy. Bucks stay healthy. All season. Honestly, yeah. I th- Yeah, I think I think Brooklyn, the Brooklyn series, definitely gets an asterisk. I don't think Atlanta ever had a chance. I don't know if you beat Philly, the number one seed, you got a chance to me. Yeah, but it was a meltdown. On the part of Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris played like ass, and Danny Green was hurt. Seth Curry, Seth, stepped Curry up, stepped up, Seth Curry stepped up, though. Seth Curry stepped up, and Embiid played pretty good for what it was worth. 
he still got his about 25 points, 12 rebounds. So that shit was just. I mean, you know, like I, I say, I think this, this playoffs, this, playoff, uh, this whole playoffs whole playoff is, is starting to. Start uh, to uh, I'm not gonna lie, it's making me not like Kawhi Leonard. Oh, because of load management. Because, because I seen James, I seen James Harden, Harden come back from, back from a, a, a grade two hamstring, and it's like, Kawhi, this team has been the furthest it's been in its franchise history. I don't know what his injury is, so I don't want to speculate. But like, I think it's sprained his right knee. I heard it was an ACL issue, like a sprained ACL. I don't know the nature of it, but it's just not a good look, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean Kawhi kind of has that little has prima, donna prima donna attitude, attitude about, him. about him. Like, like oh, my stomach hurt. I'm about to sit out tonight. I'm about to I'm about to lower manage tonight. You know, he goes further than that. He's like, oh, my stomach hurt. I'm not playing. And if you don't believe me, I'm requesting a trade. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't trust the team doctor's decision. I'm getting my own doctor. Yeah. No, I, I. I totally agree with you because it goes even beyond the injuries. It's like even when he's not hurt, he doesn't play back-to-backs. Sometimes they say he doesn't even travel with the team. Yeah. Like, why are you not on the bench? Yeah, and then he's sitting in the press box. Even the fucking owner's behind the bench. That's what I'm saying. I'm watching the game right now. Trey Young is not playing. It's game, game four. Trey Young is not playing, but he's on the bench. Clapping for his teammates. Like, he'd, be in the, he'd be in the press box and not even clapping. Not even clapping. So has Chris Paul, Paul had COVID and he still called them niggas. <laughs> they probably don't even see this nigga. They probably didn't even know he was in the skybox. Oh, Kawhi not even here. He up in the skybox watching this shit. Hey, they probably didn't, hey, they even, probably notice didn't even notice either. Yeah, they probably didn't even notice he was there. Didn't know he was gone. No, they, yeah, they didn't know he was Has Paul George has Paul officially George earned, earned his nickname his playoff, playoff, P? playoff P? No. no. Uh, yes. No. I think he no. has. I think he has. No. Why not? He had a couple games. He had a couple games. Okay, Chris Middleton had a couple games. You calling this nigga sweet? Nobody's calling Nobody's him playoff Chris. I see I see people calling him some ridiculous, ridiculous shit actually. Shit actually. I was on I'll be watching these watching games, games on like streams or whatever. And you know how you people know how call people Chris Paul point guy. I saw people on the stream calling him middle guy. The middle guy. But I mean, but I mean I'm, the thing about the thing about uh, playoff P is like that was so proclaimed. Like you so you so yourself playoff P and then you got a few good games. Nah, you're not playoff P yet. I need you to I need you to win a chip for you playoff P. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, my bad. I had uh, I had muted real quick, but um, I had some noise in my background. But uh, I mean, I think he's earned it back. He's had a pr- couple good playoff games. What do you mean back? When did he ever have it? I mean, he self entitled himself it. No, but you can't have it back if you never had it. Bro, okay, look at he he's been to the conference finals before though. But that's right. not playoff P though. You can't you tie can't to yourself playoff B just because you went to the conference, conference finals. finals. 
Look, man, the nigga had the nigga had a moment where he was feeling himself, okay? And he just he hasn't said it since. He ain't said playoff P since everybody else been saying playoff P. He ain't come back on like nigga, I don't give a fuck how many air balls I shoot, I'm still playoff P. He ain't say that. Like he dropped it. He said it once and everybody ran with it. He earned it. He didn't add a forty piece. He outperforming expectations. He's outperforming expectations without his best player. What what we would consider his best player? Because now we all hoeing Kawhi, but that just makes you have a few good games. That doesn't make you play off me. Play off me. I need a chip. Hold I think he's playoff P. You need a chip. I need a chip. I need. I need a chip before you play off The Clippers have never been to. They haven't been past the second round. He got them there. And if we being honest, he. And if we being honest, he coughing the Jazz. Team got them there. Who? The team got them there. He didn't the get got them there. He didn't get them there. What game did Kawhi get hurt? What game did Kawhi get hurt? Like game six of the uh it was like game five of the Jazz series. Right, right. Or matter of fact, it was earlier than that. It was like game four of the Jazz series. And then he won game five and six. And then came out in this series. I'm sorry. Why do I keep saying he won though? Cause he's the leader now. He, it, 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 huh? Like he was out there playing one on five. I mean, when we talk about, yeah, like I mean, he he's the driving force. Like let's not, it's not Marcus Morris. Like come on now. No, I'm just saying he's not playoff. Okay, so it's Chris Paul. So Chris Paul came out and said he was. He turns it up turns in the playoffs, playoffs or whatever. I mean, and he might have he better might have numbers better in the playoffs or whatever. But still, you'd be still, looking at him like, bro, you like, never bro, even won a chip. No, but Paul George has gone further than Chris Paul in the playoffs. No, no, he hasn't. Yes, he has. He went to the conference finals in Indiana. Chris Paul went to the conference finals with the Rockets. But James Harden. Man, it wasn't his team, dog. Stop it. He been there. He been there. He wasn't the best, wasn't player, the best though. player, though. Bro, who cares? He was there. That Paul George that Paul roster George was trash on Indiana. Indiana. Bro, they had and he was there, and Miami was consistently in game seven against their ass. They Roy, the Hibber. Roy, Hibber. Roy Hibber. Roy Hibber. Shut the fuck up. They was trash. It's like, nah, yeah, they was trash. But I mean, CJ Miles and shit. Nah, I need a chip before you claim yourself. Tyler Hansborough. <laughs> nah, I need a chip, nah, bro. Come on, man. So wait, so so we can't call Chris Paul CP Zero Wings if he don't get a championship, but all of a sudden Playoff P got to earn his no, nickname. You definitely, definitely are, are able, able to call to him CP Zero Wings if he doesn't have any rings. So I think we play a hangman, so he can't call himself Playoff P. He can just call himself Playoff or some shit. <laughs> no, he called himself. himself. He called Paul. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> He's just Paul. <laughs> he called himself Paul. Okay. Okay. I mean, I guess. All I'm saying is, I think he's earned it back. I because th- the the whole reason why he wasn't playoff P is because he had the bad performance last year. I think he's redeemed himself. No, you no, can't you be can't playoff P without a chip. Fuck, how? How are you going to be playoff Giannis? How are you going to be playoff Drew Holiday? Like, for what? How? 
Everybody, Everybody got their, got own, their nickname. own nickname. LeBron was, LeBron King, was King James before, before he won a chip. D Wade was. Oh, I guess D Wade was flashed after he won his. Yeah, I mean, LeBron, yeah, I mean, LeBron had his nickname in high school. Right, yeah. King James. The chosen one? Jordan was Air Jordan before he ever even won a playoff series. Yeah, but I mean, those nicknames aren't indicating playoff success. Like, Paul George has playoff success. Indicating playoff success. Yeah, Paul George has had playoff success. We already talked about this. It's playoff success. I need a chip, bro. He's had more playoff success. Yeah, he didn't call himself championship, P. <laughs> he's had more. He's had more, he's had more success, success leading, leading a team, a team than Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. But Anthony but Davis is Davis not calling not himself call playoff and. But, but people call AD top, top five. At one point, At one Paul, point George Paul George was probably George considered, considered top five, top five when, he when he was in Indy. Ah. Potentially, potentially, but maybe for like a season or so. Okay. Birdman, Birdman. But I guess while well, we're on the topic, we're on the topic of the Clippers, of the Clippers though, uh, Ray, you had Ray, some you news had about, about uh, the, uh, one of the coaching staff members, uh, Chauncey, who's about, about to be transitioning to Mr. Big Shot himself, about to be transitioning to the Portland Portland head coach position. So him and Jason Kidd, actually. So Go ahead. Okay, so I don't know if y'all up on this story, but they've been bringing up these allegations. From Chauncey Billups from, Billis, from 1997, 1997 uh, uh, sexual assault sexual allegations that were, that dismissed. were dismissed. He didn't get, he didn't any, get any, uh, criminal any criminal charges for it. He settled, he out, of settled court out of court or whatever. whatever. I read up, I on, read it. up on it. Um, um, I just, I just think it's some think bullshit, it's to, be bullshit to be honest with you. With you. Because, because he's played in the NBA since that and won a championship. And he's coached alongside Ty Lue for the Clippers. But in my opinion... Uh, the reason, uh, him, the reason him and Jason Kidd are getting Kidd attacked, are getting attacked is, because is because the media the wanted the Blazers, wanted the Blazers to hire Becky Hammond. And when they didn't, when do, they that, didn't do that, they said, oh, they said, we got to oh, attack, these, attack niggas. these niggas. Becky Hammond. The woman that was coaching the Spurs for a little bit? Right. Yep. Right. So you think it's an Look, man. Look. It is. I think it is. And look, look. Listen to me. I'm going to go ahead and be misogynist. Fuck it. A woman cannot be a leader of men. <laughs> I don't give a yes, fuck. Fuck thanks. it. Thank you you yes, cannot put yes. a woman in an NBA locker room. I agree. I agree. Well, you, well, you like physically you can't. Physically can't. <laughs> like, Because what comes out of that is... All right, yeah, you physically can't one for one. Physically can't be in there. <laughs> They'd have to have a separate fucking room. I agree with that. Agree with that. On, also, on, on the flip also, side, I don't think the men should be coaching in WNBA either. Let them have the WNBA. Ah, okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Because yeah, you got men coaches that coach women, and I guess they can't be in their locker rooms either. So I'm not mad at that. But I, I'm, I agree with you. I don't even think it's misogynistic. It's just like, come on now. I mean, you you know, you know, the cancel culture, the Me Too's are going to come out and be like, I want the niggas don't ever want. I mean, you hear, bitch, you don't get it. Where did, where did you hear that they wanted to hire Becky Hammond? I never, I didn't hear that. I never, I never, I didn't hear that. So they were considering a couple different people. They were considering Mike D'Antoni, but they said that Chauncey Billups, D'Antoni, and Becky Hammond were the finalists. 
but then they but said then they Dame, said Dame put, his put his input in, input and, in and he wanted he initially wanted Jason Kidd, but Jason Kidd got high by the Mavericks. So then he said, "Let's go with Chauncey." I don't know why he wouldn't want Jason Kidd in the first place. So Jason Kidd has not had good success coaching. I mean, he's he's a point guard. Yeah, and. But but Jason Kidd was he was kind of handed a bold deal like in both the situations where he was coaching, like that New Jersey team they I mean they made the playoffs, and then when he was in in Milwaukee, I, I don't I don't know what to make of that but the team wasn't really all that great. They did get better did get under Budenholzer though I can't, I can't deny that. I think the roster just improved under Budenholzer. Yes, yes, but it's but like it's, it's kind of like, like a Mark Jackson, Jackson Steve Kerr type, type of thing. Oh, you think Jason Kidd put in the groundwork and then Budenholzer just came in and swooped in the success? Yes, but yes, also, but I, also don't I don't think Mark Jackson, Jackson would have had the success Steve Kerr had either. I don't know. I don't know. It's debatable. Because it, 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 it seemed like they lost Mark Jackson when Steph just, like, hit an all-time stride. Like I do think Steve Kerr took him to the next level. Yeah, yeah. I, I okay, that's fair. Tone, I, I want to I I get, get a little bit more controversy here, Tone. He was getting towards the controversy. Towards the controversy. I, like the I like the controversy statements. statements. So, um, so um, you said you don't you think a woman can have. You said Coachman. Is that what? Is that what? Is that what? Your words. Have have a have a leadership presence amongst men. I don't. I just don't. Just in like just a, in like sports a sports setting, setting or like a workplace setting, totality. Uh, well, workplace I think is a little different. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know because there, work. It's, 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 it's weird when you get in the workplace because it's not necessarily a physically demanding thing, and. uh it's no, I don't. I don't. I'm trying to be politically correct, but no, I don't. I don't. I don't really think not. Not in an all male group. Now, I think if it's a diverse group where you have yeah. a fair number of women and a fair number of men, then I think that a woman could take the lead in that sense because there would be like equal distribution of power. But if it's an all male group, no, I don't think a woman could ever earn the respect of a group of men. I agree, especially, I agree, especially in like especially the army like the or some, shit, some like shit like that. Yeah, you no, a woman would never. I I don't think that a woman could. Now there are anomalies, of course, but I don't think a woman could ever effectively earn the respect the the respect the same respect a man could have of a group of men, and that's that's the problem. It's not that she can't get respect, or it's not that women won't get respect. It's that they won't have the same respect that a man would have. I'll kind of share, share my experience with this question, this question a, little a little bit. I do know that notice, notice the difference, difference even with male, female teachers, female teachers or male, female supervisors. supervisors. And to be honest, to be with, honest you, with you, nine times, nine out, of times out of ten, when I have, I have a female supervisor female or teacher supervisor or, whatever, or teacher or whatever, they kind of sort of start to try to act like your mom. Act like your mom. Yeah, it's real naggy. Yes. Yes. Dame, why didn't you shoot the three? Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Instead of being like, Dame, look, I need you to come off and hit that three, man. Come on. And she's like, and Dame don't want to shoot no threes. Like, all right, get her up. Get her up out of here. You sound like a ratchet girl. They all, hey, look, at the end of the day, to me, it all sounds the same. But I think, uh, I do think uh, the NBA, NBA has, a has a peculiar problem where you're trying to promote, trying to promote inclusion, inclusion and, and diversity and equality, equality but, but then there's on the other side, there's not enough black coaches, people keep saying. But then people say, you guys don't have a woman coach yet. What's the problem, Adam Silver? Then, for, to me, I just kind of feel like, and this might be a slippery slope. To me, the, what's coming down the pipeline after you hire a female coach is a gay coach. Because yeah, it's going to kind of be like, like, a, like a, we need to be need progressive to and all this other, all this other shit. Yeah, but, um, then a train cuts. I mean, I, I, I mean, I get what you're saying, though, because like, once you open the door for one thing, the, the floodgates just open. And everything yeah, the Pandora's box concept. Once you open Pandora's box, there's no closing it back. Yeah, everything, everything. Because then they're going to be like, oh, we want, we want in on this, or, I think, um, I think uh, in terms, in terms of, of um, something like something a, like a sports, sports sporting event, sporting like, event, like uh, football, basketball, uh, definitely, football, not football, definitely not football, but like, but if like, we're using if basketball for an example, example, so let's stick with basketball, basketball. I do think I that's going to be very difficult for a woman to really galvanize, like, like men and egos and like niggas really battling, going at it like that, like, I don't know, I don't know. Coach that and really coach be, that effective. be effective. I think in the workplace it's really different though. I think I've had women supervisors that actually I think were some of my best supervisors. But um, but um, so I think that's a different so that's situation. A different and then like tone, like you like said, it's like a lot of times it's more a diverse group. It's obviously not all men. You know, it's women in the room. Right, because women. Yeah, you, yeah, you can't even say certain jokes say anymore certain jokes when women come up in the room. No, but we're not going to act like those jokes were ever appropriate. No, I'm not saying no, I'm not they saying are, but it's just that it just changes everything for the most part. Yeah, it it, def- it definitely does. It's um because like if y'all watch some like shows from like uh, that maybe mimic the '80s. Or like mimic the 70s where it was super male dominated in almost every industry at the top at least and you have these scenarios where men are like having company lunches at the strip club and yeah and and like you know what i'm saying uh passing out playboy playboys in the office and shit yeah, it's like for lunch, for lunch. yeah you know what i'm saying that's like shit that wouldn't necessarily make women comfortable and it's objectifying women and things like that so uh yeah it's definitely cut some of that stuff out what a time to be alive but uh <laughs> I, I, i'm with you i'm with you because i don't have a problem with female referees in the nba um no i don't have a problem with that i think people I think can kind of take, take it the wrong way or whatever, whatever because it's like it's like like when i'm at a, restaurant, at a restaurant i prefer a woman to bring me my food than a man i hate when they send uh male waiters honestly a waiter instead of a waitress. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they actually said there's actually been a there's actually been a study done that say both men and women prefer waitresses over waiters. Yeah, but I don't think that has anything to do with our our question. 
No, it, it doesn't. But I mean, that's that's just for Trayvon's take. But yeah, no, nah, that that's it's it's not. Nah, and the, 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 it's okay, man. Maybe an AU team. All right, you know what I'm saying. If you want to go high school basketball, I mean, okay, but I think that some young niggas will run a woman out the gym. And, uh, you know, certainly not college and definitely not the NBA. I mean, I I, I just, like, I'm, I'm 28 years old, and I just don't respect a woman yelling at me. I just don't respect it. I'm sorry. I'm going to go ahead and say yeah, it. Yeah, I do yeah, think I it's, do a, think it's, it's a, respect, a respect. It's a respect thing. Respect. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's... it's, it's going to be different. Because then even, like, a lot of things... So, like, Ravon's like point was, like, it's not enough black coaches in the NBA, but it's, like... When you, when you are a young, are a young black man coming out of college, you can relate a lot more to and will respect a lot more a young black coach trying to tell you what to do than somebody like Stan Van Gundy. That's why a lot of people are like, a team like the Pelicans, they need a young black Mike Williams-esque coach to really galvanize Zion, Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, and everything, and everything rather than an old white guy. They're like, get out of my face. Somebody that don't even look like know how to hoop. You know what I'm saying? You need somebody that's going to be able to relate to you at least a little bit. And the problem with that is the media is going to be on the woman's side regardless. Oh, yeah, they have to pander to that. Yeah, they do. But, uh, I mean, in terms of Dame, I mean, of course he chose. I mean, I wouldn't choose Becky Hammond over Chauncey. Chauncey's a champion. He's been where Dame is. Come on, bro. It's not sexist, like. You going to a chance to Like, it's, it's no, it's no sexist or no misogynist thought there. Like, it's Chauncey, bro. Like, what do you want? Like, what do you mean? Chauncey. And then if you want to get a little more dive, a little more into controversy, shit, fuck it. Why ain't they hire Becky Hammond to coach the Brooklyn Nets? Steve Nash walked into that job. Where the fuck was the Becky slandered in? Where the fuck was all that shit at then? I think it's because the two, the two black coaches, obviously. So they, so bringing they bringing up when up Jason, Jason Kidd kid supposedly, supposedly hit his wife 20, 20 years, ago years ago and got a DUI, got a DUI 15, 15 years, years ago. ago. I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, but he's yeah, played but he in the NBA since, since this and has had coaching jobs. And won a championship. Yes. yes. And that shit was never brought up. Well, we and I didn't even know. I I have no account of this Chauncey shit. This is news to me. When did he do this? I thought Chauncey would just was accused of it in 97. And it's just 20 years ago. Literally 20 plus years ago. I mean, we, we I know mean, how this we story how goes. Story so every goes, time they try to elevate a black man, man, they always try to bring him back, back down. But I also but think, I also think in, a way, in a way, uh, there are going to be are more black coaches, black coaches coming into coming some of these vacant spots. I know the Celtics just hired a black coach. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. When you look at the the composition of the league, it's it's inevitable, bro. Like, especially former players coming into it. Like uh, Earl Watson, you know, he was um, Devin Booker's mentor and coach prior to uh, Monty Williams. He got fired within like three weeks, though, didn't he? But he was yeah, but he was the coach when Devin Booker scored the seventy points. Right, right. And is he's he's bound to have another job. Like it's it's almost inevitable. Like it. It doesn't make sense to keep hiring these random ass people who've never played professional basketball to be your coach. And then you look at the success of Ty Lu. You look at the success. I mean, Doc Rivers, you know, he's flaming out now, but in 08, he was that guy. 
Yeah, he was that guy. He's had success. Former player turned coach. Rick Carlisle, former player turned coach. Uh, Eric Spolstra, former player turned coach. Like, a lot of the more respected top echelon coaches are former players. And the former players, I mean, and the players respect former players because they've been there and they know the work they're putting in as opposed to somebody like, I mean, Becky Hammond played in the WNBA, but it ain't the NBA. Also, I don't think college coaches are that respected respected either. either. No. You mean by NBA players? Yeah. Yeah. I think it depends on who you are. are. I mean, obviously, Coach Coach K. He was a uh, USA coach and stuff like that. I think that was well respected. I don't fucking know why. Well, I mean, quite honestly, like a lot of those. That was bold. But I mean, I think a lot of those teams. You know, you had Kobe, LeBron, D Wade on there, Melo. It's like, what do you really need to do at practice? I could have coached that team. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like he getting all this respect for winning that shit. How, bitch? You had the best niggas in the world, literally, on the same squad. Of all time, nigga, you had all the Hall of Famers from this era, all the all the greatest players from this era. Literally, you had a team: KD, Kobe, Bron, Melo, Wade, yeah, yeah. Paul, you, Dwight Howard, Chris Bosh. Like, nigga, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think uh, Tom Thibodeau is probably, probably the best player. player I mean, the best I mean, coach who wasn't, wasn't a player though. As of right now, yeah, I would have to agree based on the performance of the Knicks. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, to Tone's I mean, point, to Steve, Kerr, Steve Kerr, former coach, former, former coach, player. player. Shit, Steve, Steve Nash, Nash Mark Jackson. Jackson. Was Nate, did yeah, Nate you, ever play? Nate McMillan ever play? Yeah. He was in a league? Yeah. I think so. I don't Pretty sure. That nigga, that nigga, I mean, he probably one of them players from the 90s or something. Yeah. He, he one of them Sam Mitchell type players. Right, yeah. But, I mean... Played. He played. He played. He played. He played. I'm looking. Eric Eric Spoelstra played. He played for the Sonics. Nate. Nate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, bro. You. I mean, like I said, you can't look at the success that these people are having as com- compared to somebody like Stan Van Gundy, Jeff Van Gundy, Pat Riley even stepped to the side and don't coach no more. Rick Pitino couldn't step up to the to the NBA level and get respect from these players. I'm glad Stan Van got the fuck on. Uh, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> he just a nagging nagging nagging. He is. Damn. I don't, bro, I don't see how you don't feel that way. <laughs> uh, I, I can see where y'all coming from. I can see where y'all coming from. But I'll mess with Stan, man. Imagine that nigga as your teacher. For what? Yeah, I'll mess with Stan, man. I saw that nigga when I was in Orlando. That's why you fuck with him? Nah, he was just walking away with Georgia and he tried to talk to him, though. Nah, he said what up. I said hi, I said hi, I said what up. That was before he got fired. Man, he was on the verge and he knew it. But I guess to get back to the topic that we were talking about, yeah. So what was Jason Kidd's allegation? You said he hit his wife in the past? Yeah, basically he hit his wife. Domestic violence, basically. And, uh, and he, uh, had he had a DUI. And, and, they've, and been they've been bringing that up. I think it's pretty foul to bring shit like that up, to be honest. 
I think with so much time has passed, yeah, it is. Exactly, right, exactly. Right, right, right. That shit was maybe last year. Different story, story. Something in 97. Like, I was born in 95. I'm 25. That was 23 years ago. It's like, that's, that's, can they be forgiven? Apparently not. And you already, and you know what? Since we're on controversy, you back on the controversy, you already know who's doing it. It's the Me Too's. Because it's because Becky Me Hammond did, it's the Me Too's because Becky Hammond didn't get hired. It's, it all makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. probably. I didn't know yeah. that Hammond was a contention for those jobs. Though, I thought. Oh yeah. She was never really in contention, man. They threw her name in there on some, like Rayvon said on some inclusion shit. These these. It was it was a political stunt, man. And that's, it was a and that's, and that's what the media, what the media is, coming is coming after. Like, after, like you're dangling her name around, but you're not taking her seriously. Why even put out a put tease, out a like, tease that? like that? Right, right. That's why they're that's coming, why they're after, coming Chauncey after Chauncey and, uh, and uh, Jason Kidd. Like, oh, like, oh, the NBA sides with uh, uh, alleged rapists and woman beaters, but they don't hire one. That's basically what they're saying. How many NBA championships she got? <laughs> how many how many NBA championships does Becky Hammond have? Even as a coach, about the same, about as, the us. same as us. Exactly. So what what's the discussion? How many NBA basketball play games has Becky Hammond played in? Did you know that they said the average WNBA basketball player is as good as a high school basketball player, a male high school basketball player? Are you gonna get canceled? I, look, man. I, I, you are, you are. Hey, look. Some people call it toxic masculinity. I call it positive masculinity. Somebody got to say it. Positive masculinity. Bring back masculinity. Positive masculinity. Keep it real. Ain't no. There's not a woman in the WNBA that can dunk. You can walk in most gyms nowadays, and it's a 14-year-old that can do a windmill. This is not the same level, bro. She did, she played basketball, but she did not play it at this speed. She did not play it with this intensity. She did not play it with this much bread on the line. Like these are is a completely different lane. I'm I'm serious. How how you going? Okay, as a man, let's let's keep it real. As a man, if you were NBA player and you got hoes waiting for you at the hotel room, what's she gonna tell you? No, don't respect those women. <laughs> Nigga, I'm running through these hoes. This is over with. <laughs> Respecting that shit. If you're an NBA player, like, come on, man. You dashing through the snow like Santa on Christmas Eve. This ain't no game. Yeah, my thing is, like, if you were a uh, groupie hanging around, it's like, uh, why you hanging around? Yeah. That's what the hammer goes That's That's what people have been saying about, you know, you know, you know, people have been people bringing up Chauncey's alleged rape, rape allegations, and I'm like, those types of uh, situations typically go one or two ways. It's either um, believe all women, or it's, in some cases, the woman is correct, and she's getting shunned because the man who may have done it is too big of a force for anybody to care about her story. That's true. And then is And then another thing is like, bro, if you a millionaire man and you got the pick of the litter, why is you forcing yourself on one random girl? Yeah. It doesn't make logical sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, man. That's not. 
that's not to say all men are logical and all situations are logical, but I'm just saying logically, like for most logical thinkers, that doesn't even make sense. And then people have to acknowledge it's obviously a double standard when uh, a millionaire black man gets accused of something, regardless of what the outcome is. It's never forgivable. Never forgivable. Yeah, because '97 was 23 years ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. You can't forgive that. What do y'all think what about y'all the BET awards? awards? Didn't watch it. I know y'all heard about it, though. No, I watched it. I watched it. I was kind of jumping between that and that again. What did I think about it? Yeah. I like that little Baby and Kirk Franklin song. That song slap. I think they opened up with that song. I forgot what it's called, but that song slap. Did you like um, Lil Nas X performance? Please say no. I didn't even say I didn't even say that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> please say no. Please say no. I'm 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 kinda cool on boy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm cool on boy. <laughs> <laughs> well he came out with Old Town Road. And then he even came out with like a little EP after that. I was like, he kinda straight. But nah, he he wild now. Nah, he's far from straight. And the thing about it is he's And the thing about it is, it's like he not just. And this, this is the thing how people be saying he. Though it's like he not just being gay. He being gay for media attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. But uh, what did but, uh, I think about I it? Think I think. About it? Um, I mean, I, 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 I mean, also missed the DMX tribute. I know Method Man and Locks did that. That was probably pretty dope. Um, I mean, I guess it was a regular award show. Amigos, you know, you know, little, little baby, money bag, yo. Megan Thee Stallion won a lot. Right. Megan Thee Stallion won a lot of stuff. Yo, was it like her birthday today or something? I feel like that's all I heard on the radio today. I mean, you live in Atlanta. That was probably that's probably like Heidi Nation down there. So. <laughs> the thought pockets, oh. <laughs> but it was, I mean, it was, it was, it was cool. What'd you think about it? So I didn't see it. I've only been hearing people talk about a couple of performances. Uh, Cardi B was pregnant or whatever. One of the main things people mentioned. And then Lil Nas X kissing. I guess his backup dancers on stage. I didn't see it. Look, I don't have a problem with gays. I know we make a lot of... Funny jokes, Funny or, whatever. jokes or whatever. I don't have, I don't a, have problem a problem with that. With that. I think the problem think the people problem have is people have feeling, feeling like you're putting it out there for attention, attention to, substitute to substitute maybe your lack of talent. talent. And people and kind people of feel like feel kids like is kids watching. watching. Hold on, so he was kissing his backup dancers there. I'm assuming they were male backup dancers? Yes. Oh, Lord. Told you. Don't fuck with boy. The thing about the whole LGBTQ agenda situation. I think um, yeah, I have no problem with it. With it. Um, I just don't I just want don't my offspring to, to be yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> like you like, go you do what you want to do, do but you know, you know I've had a conversation, had a conversation before, before where it's like, no, I don't want that my offspring to be anything closely related to that. Like I want my offspring to represent what I am when I am a black heterosexual individual. So like no I don't want I don't want my, my child, child, woman, or, woman man, or man, to, to 
identify as that. But I mean, if somebody else wants to do it, that's fine. Oh no, you gonna hate your kids. I was gonna say, like, my issue with them is they think respect is only one way. It's like you either tell them how awesome they are and courageous and brave they are, or you're hateful individual and you don't deserve a voice and all this dumb shit. The NFL just put out a video or something, like a tweet, and they said the NFL is gay, the NFL is queer, the NFL, or football is queer, football is gay. Football stands with the LGBT, and I was like, they're going too far. They're going too far with this shit. And then they had a dude from the Las Vegas Raiders come out and say, hey guys, I just want everybody to know I'm gay. And I'm like, okay, cool. He won't be in the league long. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in the NFL, it's probably it's a disrespect, disrespect to regular gays, honestly. honestly. Who just live their life, life, go to work, go to work, and do them. It's like it's like you almost hijacking somebody else's lifestyle. Listen, Yeah, it's a political stunt. Definitely a political stunt. And uh, I kind of I I agree with what you're saying about um, Lil Nas X um, pushing his sexual orientation to substitute for any lack of talent he may have. I, I, don't, I don't listen to boy, so I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, it, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's Pride Month, you know what I'm saying? Or also, you know, let's get through it. I think, uh, but, uh, I think, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. The one big thing my problem with homosexuality now i'm talking about black people black problems i don't deal with other races i don't deal in other races outside of my workplace so i don't know nothing about that but the problem with that is that they're causing all these other ethnicities who are homosexual to put their sexual orientation before their racial issues you can't hide being gay you can't hide being black can't hide being Chinese, can't hide being Mexican, whatever denomination of race you are, you cannot hide that, but you can hide your sexual orientation. I'm pretty sure I work with some gay girls and I never fucking know. I never know, honestly, unless they honestly tell me or I've seen them with a girl. So I, I've always been one to subscribe to the agenda, subscribe to the notion that there is an agenda being pushed to take attention away from racial issues and uh you know this little Nas X thing man is I mean I just feel like it's just I just feel like it's overboard and a lot of people are saying it's not pushing it because of a bunch of different reasons but I just I I just feel he's just too out and open with that shit like bro just be gay it's all good bro it's it's It's, not just him him. it's these corporations corporations. it's like it's it's uh, obvious that millions and possibly possibly billions of dollars dollars are are pumping this stuff stuff. I mean I I, I go on my computer I go to Google I can't even type in shit without Prima being like a shortcut on the Google page I fucking turn on TV it's hella Prima and it's cool like that's your thing but like you said there's other more important issues such as, Such as what's going on in Chicago, Chicago obviously. obviously. I mean, all these, I mean, other, all these other urban, urban cities, cities that people don't want to, like, address. address. And, it's like, and it's like, I don't really, I have, don't the really have the energy to fight for gay rights. I'm not gay, I'm number, gay one. number one. Um, um, I care more I care about, more what, about what, how people, how people 
who are just like me are living. I care about the quality of their lives first and foremost. And another thing that was, um, well, the I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie uh, Now I Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. Nah, nah. nah. So, in the movie I Now I Pronounce You Chuck and Larry, there's a, there's two firemen who one of their wife dies, and he's like, "All right, I gotta find somebody to marry." It's Adam Sandler and Mall Cop, the Mall Cop nigga. But in that movie, they reveal some distinct truths where they don't want powerful men marrying each other because it puts too much wealth in one family. That's the whole purpose behind why gay marriage is illegal. Because men can just, these super rich billionaires, like if Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos just married each other, that'd be like all the bread in the world, half the bread in the world in one family. So that was kind of the purpose behind gay marriage being illegal. There are a lot of like um, little intricacies where gay people are denied a lot of housing rights and they can't get certain bank loans. It's, it's crazy, bro. Like if you identify as homosexual as homosexual in some places, you can get automatically evicted even if you pay your rent and shit. You can get denied from your bank loans and lose money and shit. It's, it's a lot of weird shit attached with that. So I get them getting all those rights, like being able to be married, being able to have fair housing, being able to, you know, qualify for bank loans and get jobs and things like that. But uh, this whole weird shit that they doing, like, like I, like I always say, man, D Wade can go to hell with that shit with his son. <laughs> he can go to hell. Yeah, he can go. That nigga can go straight to hell. No, I seen a nigga son wearing a dress and a purse, bro. Come on. Yeah, like I said, I think, I think all the rights that they, I mean, at the end of the day, that they, you know, I think they should have all the rights that everybody else has. If they want to get married, they should be able to get married. You know, they should not be denied any financial opportunities. They should be denied any jobs just because of their sexual preference, who they like. But, but like I said, like I, I don't want my kids. I just don't want my kids. I'm with you. I'm identifying with that. You can do whatever you want to do if you want to fuck a nigga in the ass. If you want to rub, you rub your clitoris or rub it against another clitoris. Whatever you want to do. But I just don't want that junk affecting my children. That's just all I care about. I agree. And pretty much what I'm saying is what people like Lil Nas X are doing. They're not, They're not fighting, fighting for, for the equality of gays, gays saying, hey, we, hey, want, we want gays to get houses, houses and, and bank loans. Bank They're not doing that. Doing They're, that. Like, They're like, see, that's see, like that's the regular, like the regular gay, gay movement, movement or whatever. Or whatever. What he's, what he's doing, doing and what people like Dwayne Wade, they're doing, they're like, not only should they get equal rights, but you as a heterosexual person, not only should you say we respect it, you should be clapping. You should be the loudest ones clapping for it. And if you don't, you are a hateful individual. And it's like, that's a two, those two different things to me that they're doing. Yeah, it's like, it's like when that transsexual came out and said, if you don't date transsexuals, you're transphobic. Like, bitch, nobody trying to fuck with no trans. Oh my <laughs> no, there, there was literally like a whole debate on the internet for a little bit. Like, if you don't, if you don't, if you wouldn't date a transsexual just to try it, then you're transphobic. Or like if, if you don't, if you're not comfortable hanging around gay people, you must actually be low-key gay. It's like, what the fuck? No, no, no. no, no, no. That's, that's, that's just, 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 just,
Those are the those types are the of conversations where it's like, all right, I'm not even engaging this. This is just, this is just, this is just preposterous. I could be a little made of word or whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, if you want to call me that, that's not going. I'm not going to lose any sleep at night over that. Like, like, no, for sure, not losing no sleep over that. I'm going to sleep up. I'm going to wake up and sleep. You know, I'm going to go sleep and sleep just fine. But the problem I have specifically with Lil Nas X is, is he came out appealing to little kids with that old time road. Yeah, but yeah, at that point it wasn't. I guess he hadn't made it public. You know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take it to a personal level because this is gonna affect the next generation vastly, vastly because I remember. And I, t- I tell this to my wife all the time. I remember when Nicki Minaj came out in 2008. You guys, or 2006 or seven. You guys may have been a little bit younger, but I was around the age where people were starting to, you know, date and fuck and everybody was having sex and shit. And a lot of girls became gay. Yes. Decided that they were gay. Decided that they were bisexual. Because and Nicki Minaj never has once come out dated a woman, kissing a woman. Nobody's, nobody has any record of this. But all she did was promote bisexuality and yes, yes. M- almost my entire grade of girls at my high school started deciding that they were bisexual. This shit influences people like it was a wave. And, and you know, Lil Nas X has come out and said, well, if you don't want your kids doing it, then they should turn off the TV or homosexuality is not a choice. We're born this way. There are a lot of people who, ch- who definitely choose that way based on influence. It's, it, and it becomes, it becomes a fad. It becomes the thing to do at the moment. Exactly, like people who grown and realize, like, damn, damn. <laughs> I was, I was, I was acting like I was gay for all these years, and now I don't. Yeah, it's, I don't it's have basically no, like, no, no, like, like partner. If he's, if he's successful, successful, then I gotta do what he does. does. That's basically That's what the message is gonna be. Real quick, sidebar. Yeah. Uh oh. It's over. Well, I don't know. I think, I think Milwaukee can still win that series. Hey, Thanasis. Be going man's Middleton going to have to. Y'all be seeing Thanasis. I took a Kubo brother on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Kyrie. Did you ever see Kyrie rock him? Kyrie almost rocked that man out of his shoes. Kyrie almost rocked everybody. Real quick. I wanted to say I appreciate the fact that we have a podcast where people don't. People don't always feel comfortable talking about this shit in everyday life or whatever. But it's good that, you know, us and then other platforms, people are like, fuck it. We're men. We're supposed to, like, express ourselves. Everybody wants everybody to, like, oh, consider this person's feelings before you talk. Oh, that's offensive and that's toxic. Like, I just got to be that way. I just got to be that way. Well, in reality, bro. When everybody gets along, nobody's telling the truth. I agree. I agree. That's just the way it is, bro. Like, I, I, do I think that you are, even like even when you like are telling the truth, I do think you have to at have least to at consider least someone's, someone's uh, feelings. Uh, at least, feelings. like you can, like, you can get your point across and tell the truth without really without being offensive. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's how you deliver the message. Yeah, it's it's delivery is very important when you. Trying to convey a message, like, like if you're trying to say that you don't support the the LGBT movement or whatever, you ain't got to. I don't fuck with gay niggas. Like that's just going like that's going to decide right. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really mean D Wade should go to hell, but I just think I just don't agree with his decision. You know. Nah, D Wade definitely. I don't. I don't. Go ahead. Go ahead. To be totally honest with you, they're opening the doorway for pedophilia to be acceptable. Yeah, that's the Pandora's box. I've seen that um, opening the the uh, doorway of sexual uh, acceptance. Because then pedophiles are gonna come out and say, "Well, I'm attracted to this person if they if they ever if they can ever undeniably prove that homosexuality is a natural birth, like you're born homosexual, then people can make the case in court that they're also born." Attracted to like kids, but the only problem. I mean, oh yes, it's one hundred percent baloney. But I was was about to say the only problem with that is everybody, nobody stops aging. So it's like you'd have to move from. It doesn't promote structural monogamy, so you'd have to move from partner to partner to partner to partner. So I don't think that that would. Yeah, yeah. Necessarily ever be instituted. But it's it's definitely out here. I've seen articles where people are trying to are trying to push that, and that's very alarming to me with a daughter. That's that's just scary as hell. Have y'all seen that term like non-binary? Yeah, because like I was setting up some stuff. I was helping somebody setting up stuff. I watched somebody watching up stuff, and it was like, are you male, female, or non-binary? Like, what the fuck is non-binary? Like, dude, like, like, either, either. Yeah, it's like, yeah, how do you not identify, identify with a male or a female? You gotta be one of them. Yeah, you have, you either, you either delivering the baby or having the baby. Yeah, yeah. You either yeah. fucking or getting fucked. You either got it or you don't. Like, I don't understand. Like, what do you, how are you either? It's, it's, they're overcomplicating it. It's, it's, like, you thinking too much. what do you mean? You got, you need And that's the thing, like, that's that's like you said with this little Nas S thing. It's just pushing them in that direction of confusion. Everything is not complicated. Everything society. I, I don't I don't always subscribe to this notion of social media fucking everything up and and uh, people being influenced by uh, the media and stuff like that. Because honestly, I just get on Facebook to fool. I don't really be on that bitch trying to really gain no insight or you know get a million and trillion likes and shit like i don't really be fishing for that but now that i've kind of um i guess looked into it there are people that do that and i see these influencers who really do spend their time doing that especially living in atlanta bro i'll be seeing people that they're just walking talking to their phone like they're not even in reality like it's it's kind of crazy and to tie that all in it's like there, there's just too many ideas being passed around. It's too much overthinking. It's like people are trying to be Socrates with no base of what they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like in science, like when you study science, scientific method says there's an observation that leads to a hypothesis. A hypothesis is an educated guess of an outcome. It's like everything doesn't need to be a hypothesis. A rock is a rock. It it isn't like a oh well it could be a snail or it could be a turtle like <laughs> bitch it's a rock is it don't it's a former turtle in its past life like man come on man this shit just getting overcomplicated yeah it's getting overcomplicated and, and everything is accepted too because like when that person says it's turtle or I'm sorry rock used to be a turtle people are like oh you might be right. <laughs> yeah, people start really believing that type of stuff. 
the number one thing that has to be brought back, I think, is uh, uh, like the efficiency of a topic or opinion, like the the rational basis of it, and then if it actually makes sense. Like, is it productive for people to be non-binary? Like, think about it. It's a good idea. It's 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 a, it's a cool it's a cool idea. It's it's a cool idea to eliminate gender norms, but in reality, it's most effective if men do heavy lifting. Women are not as strong as men, so men do heavy lifting. That's why the gender role is there. It's a rational reason for the gender role. Women are more caring. Women have more emotions. That's why they usually raise kids. Men are a lot of very insensitive. I be I don't give a shit about how my kids be feeling. I'd be like, nigga, do it and I don't give a fuck what you talking about. <laughs> and my and my wife is a lot different. She's more caring and more sympathetic to their feelings. It's a reason for these things that are in place. And I feel like the reason is getting lost. And it like like we all like we say about the the me too's. It's like, yeah, you wanna be you wanna have all the male responsibilities, but you ain't mowing the fucking lawn. You want me to clean the gutters? You know what I'm saying? You ain't doing no heavy lifting. When you need something lifted, you ain't lifting no couches by your fucking self. You having me do it. So That's what the, the thing. They want the equality while it's convenient for them. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if, you want, if you really want that equality, then women need to start going to the club and getting niggas numbers and courting men. Y'all need to start taking niggas out on dates. Y'all need to start doing all of this type of stuff. If you really want to That's really equality. Like, if you were in a relationship with a woman, you're the man. You're doing all the uproar. You're doing it. I mean, quite honestly, the majority of the work. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like you, like you gonna be courting her. Uh, you gonna be taking her out. You gonna be, you know, I guess doing all things that you're supposed to be doing to make yourself seem like a, a viable option. And then, you know, you know, she wants equal, I guess, like responsibility in a relationship. Like how? How does that? No, she don't want equal responsibility. She wants equal uh, decision making. I don't want to say ability, but like jurisdiction. Yeah, it's like you you want to be you want to be old school when it's time to be old school when it comes to like oh I want you to court me I want you to take me out I want you to cut the grass I want you to do the gutters yada yada yada. But then now it's time you just new new age woman when it's time to start making decisions and stuff like that. It's always gonna be a double standard with these types of combos of people because they only want to see it from one side. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. That one, that one kind of, that one kind of irritates me. Like, you want to be an old school type of woman, one minute, when it's convenient for you, and then next minute, and all of a sudden, you just need to be the new age independent woman. I thought you wanted me to be courting you. Yeah, it comes, it comes with getting courted. There's, there's things that come with that. Old school type, type woman, like okay, the man courted the woman, the man did this, this, that, and the third, but the man called the shots. Yeah, but we we far off the topic of basketball now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we 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 pretty far off the topic of basketball. In a nutshell, and then to, to to sum that whole thing up, Becky Hammond didn't deserve it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, I get so, to wrap yeah, this one up. We 110 minutes in. This is definitely our longest episode. So, <laughs> we damn near. So, so basically, right. this, is this is the one situation where, where uh, nobody, nobody wanted to, wanted to get, that get that Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that Becky. Keep the Becky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, 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 wrap this one up. Giannis. 
not in the game, not in the right, game now. right now. He's uh, uh looks like he's like he left. I don't know what the what the issue was. Like he was grabbing his knee as he was leaving the game. Oh, Atlanta got got this. They up twenty. Yeah, this game is probably a wrap. If Giannis but, uh, gets injured, this playoff, this playoff is ass, ass officially. Bro, the whole bro, the playoff, playoff, every superstar then got, got hurt. Donovan Mitchell was hurt. Jamal Murray, I won't call him. Jamal Murray, superstar, but Jamal Murray was hurt. AD was hurt. Kawhi got hurt. Giannis got hurt. Trey Young got hurt. We headed for a fucking Tucker versus DeAndre in showdown. I think it's on the bathroom or something. That's how you feel about the playoffs. Huh? Uh, I said that's I how said he feel about the playoffs. Yeah, he's gonna be PJ Tucker versus DeAndre. Ah, <laughs> oh. oh God. See, ESPN, ESPN they haven't even prepared no ads for that shit. Yeah, I don't know who's gonna be in it. But all right, I'm I'm gonna sign out on y'all. <laughs>